Live podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos, as always. Uh, it's good to be back. This episode, I've decided to uh, cover a part of my career that at this point a lot of people don't remember or know about. But when I first started in comedy, uh, I tried to be a guitar comic. So Initially, it was just to fill time because I really wanted to get on the road, so I would write funny songs on the guitar. The funny part was that I wasn't the best or proficient at playing guitar, so I just would fool around on the guitar and find uh, a chord or something that sounded fun and just write some lyrics to go with it. And a lot of the songs, musically structured, aren't really the way that you write a song you know there's not many choruses or bridges or any of that stuff it's just literally like three chords and uh just a bunch of funny lyrics so uh my career as a guitar comic started early on when i was doing open mics um i had been at uh, a party and I just started playing the guitar and I just started making up lyrics to some chord I was playing and and the first song that I wrote uh, was about me and a couple buddies were in Wisconsin Dells which is like a family destination town and we were there by ourselves we ended up getting drunk and I don't know about you but when I sometimes when I drink I kind of lose track of time so we were kind of sitting there talking and laughing and trading stories and stopped at a point and we're like let's go get some taco bell so we started walking to taco bell not realizing that it's like 4 30 in the morning so we got there and taco bell was closed obviously and there was just a lady in there cleaning and uh, we started screaming at her through the window thinking that she had access to all the tacos for her to throw us tacos or you know give us tacos and obviously she had nothing to do with the tacos and uh yeah so this first song i'm going to play for you guys um and even more of a backstory i did a gig in rockford and i played this song and the local radio guy was there and he loved it so the first comedy album i ever released which is hard to find anywhere is called drunken songs from the drive-thru and it was just seven funny songs that i had written and the only reason the album existed was because of this guy and uh after the show the next day i went into his radio studio and he let me record these seven songs and he gave me a a cd with all seven on it and i decided to make it into a comedy album so my very first comedy album was called drunken songs from the drive-thru so uh this first song is called uh drunk outside a Taco Bell drive through window. Mm-hmm. 
drunk, hungry, and soaking wet. Looking through the drive through window. Lonely Mexican cleaning lady. One chalupa, please. Please don't hide behind the condiments. I won't hurt you. Look, I have 99 cents in a plastic bag. If I'm not mistaken, that's how much they cost. I can't feel my legs. The police have been called. I was screaming obscenities through the drive-thru window. Lonely Mexican cleaning lady. Don't do me like that. Lonely Mexican cleaning lady. I want one chalupa. I have 99 cents in a plastic bag. If I'm not mistaken, that's how much they cost. Sitting in the back of a police car with the manic Hispanic. There's a knock on the window. It's a lonely Mexican cleaning lady. She says, Chinga te cabron! Chinga te cabron! If I'm not mistaken, that means, here's your chalupa? So there you go. That's the first uh, funny song I ever wrote. And uh, another reason I'm doing this podcast is uh, I just got involved with SoundCloud, and they have something going on with CD Baby. So all the funny songs from my albums, uh, I was able to transfer over there. So uh, I think it's all uh, both all three of my albums or the two albums that had music i'm pretty sure they're all over there uh but yeah go to soundcloud look for mark pulos and you can listen to all the funny songs i've released over my career uh there's been quite a few and most of them are pretty good some of them like that one are you know it was a work in progress i mean give me a break it was the first funny song i ever wrote uh, so yeah, let's see. The, uh, the next song I'm gonna do off the same album is considered probably the weirdest song I've ever written. And I don't know where it came from. Just sat down and wrote it. I can't, for the life of me, remember what the inspiration was for it, but the funny backstory on this song was, um, down in Cincinnati, there was a comic. I had never met him, but uh, he kind of got his hands on a bunch of comedy albums from across the country, like independent things that had some strange stuff on it. And he thought this song was just really strange and interesting, so he put it on this mixtape that he would hand out to a bunch of people. And uh, when I got my first booking in Cincinnati at Go Bananas, uh, I didn't realize what was going on down there, but they had been listening to this song over and over again and, and actually liked it a lot and were looking forward for me to come and play it live, which I had never played this song live because it's so weird. Uh, 
but uh, all the cooks and the waitresses and everybody came out, and I played it one night, and, and they went bonkers. So anyways, this next song, which is uh, pretty weird, is called A Homosexual Clown Sheds a Tear. So I hope you enjoy it. Maybe all those balloon animals looked like penises. Maybe you shouldn't have walked around kids' parties going to wear big shoes, if you know what I'm saying. Maybe you shouldn't wear pants with the butt cut out. And I guess pin the tail on the naked clown is a bad idea. He sits and remembers his last gig. As he readied himself for an arousing game of pin the tail on the naked clown. Horrified onlookers screamed, pound that clown! Pound that clown! The tragic irony. Clowns are people, even gay ones, so show your love, show your love and pound that clown, said a pound the clown, pound the clown, pound the clown, and a pound that clown, gonna pound the clown. He hangs his butthole pants up for good. He boxes up the condoms he used to make balloon animals. A single tear rolls down his painted face. And then he pounds the clown. So, as I said, very strange song. So, there was a homosexual clown sheds a tear. So I hope you guys enjoyed it uh this next song which is uh still off my first album um was pretty cool because uh it was a song and if you're any fan of comedy at all you know the name dr demento and if you don't he uh had a radio station out of los angeles he's the guy that discovered weird al and uh he would just play funny weird songs uh, mostly like comedic songs on there and uh, I submitted my album to him, and uh, he picked this next song and played it on a show a couple times, which, you know, at the time, being in co- being a comedian for, like, two or three years, like, I shit my pants, you know. I'm on a national radio station with one of my stupid songs I wrote in my bedroom. But uh, I think still considered, like, one of the top ten best songs I've ever written, uh good lyrics good flow it's a funny song and uh it was good enough for dr demento so here uh here is have you ever been so drunk hope you enjoy it have you ever been so drunk That you fell down a hill You thought you'd be invisible if you stood still You ate the mayonnaise out of the jar You passed out while peeing at the bar 
so drunk You thought you could fly You ate an entire pie You tried to move things with your mind You thought you'd gone blind But your eyes were just closed Have you ever been so drunk? You tried to swallow pennies You got thrown out of a Denny's You peed your pants You asked a gay man to dance Have you ever been so drunk? You yelled obscenities at a girl You spent an hour and a half chasing a squirrel You tried to catch hail You woke up in jail Have you ever been so drunk? You had a fist fight with a cat You threw up on your doormat You forgot your name When the cops pulled you over you thought it was a game So that was Have You Ever Been So Drunk, uh, the first song that uh, went national, as it were. I think it's a pretty good song. Um, this uh, last song I want to play off my first album, uh, I considered at the time the best song I'd ever written. Uh, musically, lyrically, um, the best. I don't know if the it's as funny as the other ones, but I kind of felt like it had a really good sound to it like the chord changes and and the sound and everything and the lyrics it was an interesting story uh it's called the stupidest man on earth it's basically a a story piece about a guy i consider to be the stupidest man on earth so this is uh the stupidest man on earth hope you guys enjoy it Dropped him on his head By age three he was an idiot Minus the savant He believed the moon was made of cheese And that women never lie He believed in a free lunch And that butter was the other white meat He got a zero on his SATs Cause he spelled his name wrong He never amounted to anything and died He drowned using a slip and slide The stupidest man on earth It wasn't your fault Blame it on Dr. Stonehands If it wasn't for him you could have been Maybe president? Or rocket scientist? Or at least a janitor at KFC? 
Okay. I'm not going to pretend like I'm the best singer in the world. I think that's why it makes it a funny song is the fact that I'm this giant man who can't sing. So I know I had some pitch problems in that song, but uh, musically on the guitar, I felt like it was the best song I'd written. So anyways, uh, so then I came out with a second album called uh, The Life and Times of a Large Man, which had a lot of uh, music on it as well. However, um, I made the decision because I was paying for studio time that I re-recorded all seven songs that were on my first album. And then I had a bunch of live versions of the songs. And I think there was only maybe like three songs on that album that were uh, like new. And uh, one of them was actually called The Wingman Song, which currently at this point is still the number one downloaded song uh, on my iTunes. And uh, I'm not going to play that one for you right now because uh, I don't think it's that good of a song. But it is the number one downloaded song on my iTunes. It's like surpassed a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, I think right around the time there was like a Bud Light commercial where a guy was singing about being a wingman. And I think a lot of people thought that was the song. So I just made money by association apparently. So, uh, So the second album, a lot of the same songs. Then we got to my third album, which was called uh, Journey to the Smilfs, and uh, between my second and third album, a bunch of stuff had happened. I had started touring with this guy named Joe Cocazello out of New York, and uh, we formed uh, a road show called Stoner and the Fat Man, and that was born in a condo in Denver, Colorado, and uh, we just decided like we should do a show where... Like, at the end of it, both of us go back on stage, and we do kind of back and forth, like, jokes, and then we sing songs together. Sometimes we do songs that I had already written, or we rewrote some songs, um, but the very first song that we had ever written together as Stoner and the Fat Man was called Rock Your Balls Off, and I understand that when you listen to it, it's going to sound a lot like Tenacious D, but, you know... I don't know. We were just writing in it, and it was funny. And the funny story to it is, like, when we wrote it, we thought this was going to be, like, an introduction to our show at the end. Like, we're the stoner and the fat man, and this is what we do, and we hope you guys enjoy it. So the first show we ever did as stoner and the fat man, we played that song. Everybody clapped and got up and left. So we were, like, freaking out. We're like, oh, man trying to get the people to sit back down and only like half of them sat back down and then we went through the rest of the stuff we wanted to do and it just wasn't that good so we realized that first show that that song rock your balls off had to be the closer to stoner and the fat man because it just had so much energy to it and then once we listened to it a couple times we realized it was like a goodbye song for the show so uh, this first song off Journey to the Smilfs is called Rock Your Balls Off, featuring uh, Joe Cocazello. We are the stoner and the fat man. 
come from the past Am in search of some good reefer And he will rock your ass What? Are you waiting, are you waiting for me? Yeah, we... <coughs> Rolling, so you gotta. Oh, uh, you can't take breaks. I mean, right, I'll be right back. Hold on, I just gotta. He has some crazy magic hands. Bow down to the fat man. I'm bringing down the fire. The stoner's gonna get you higher. Oh, that's me again. <laughs> I got, you have the I lyrics got, in front of you. I, Just yeah, say. <laughs> I like the cheese that comes from the can. What a surprise, so does the fat man. Come into your city, busting down the doors. Come into your town. Drinking, bruising, stuffing hoes Stuffing hoes Putting it in the box What? Alright, here we go This is a big finish Big, big finish here we, go. we are The Stone Your balls off the original uh, stoner and the fat man song that we wrote together and we wrote uh, a bunch of other songs together the next one uh i would consider probably the weirdest uh that we wrote together um but by far the catchiest song that we ever wrote the one that people sing back to us all the time if we come back to gigs and stuff people will always be singing this song back to us and uh so when you listen to it, watch yourself, because it's pretty infectious. Here it is. Put your flip-flops on. Oh, look at you, baby. Just sitting over there looking so pretty. Mm-mm, the light from the lamp just hits you. <laughs> I need your pants over here I need your pants over here Aw, oh, kitten, you're sitting on that hotel bed And I, <laughs> I'm gonna need your, need your pants over here We're gonna get really dirty We're gonna get really stoned I've got this room till 9.30 So put your flip-flops on Put your flip-flops on Put your flip-flops on I sent the 
Gilmore to the grocery store about an hour ago. How does he expect me to toss a proper salad if I, I don't have the right ingredients, like cherry tomatoes or those, those little salad tops? Put your flip-flops on! Put your flip-flops on! John Kerry. Put your flip-flops on. Oh, hey, baby, oh, where are you going? I thought you said you were going to stay. Oh, come on, I had to listen to all that stuff about how Dad didn't love you and bloody, 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 bloody. Put your flip-flops on! Put your flip-flops on! If you're gonna, gonna leave, just put your flip-flops on! All right, this next song, uh, also a Stoner and the Fatman song, and I consider probably the second best song I've ever written. One of the ones that uh, just came together. It's like lyrically great, the music's great, and I feel like I actually sing well on it. And it's me and uh, Joe Cocazello. And when we do this song live, crowds lose their minds. Because what we did is, uh, at the end of the song, out of nowhere, Joe Cocazello pulls out one of those plastic recorders from elementary school, and he just starts lighting up a recorder solo, and uh, people just lose their minds. So, uh, here is Friends with Benefits. Hope you enjoy it. All right, we're going to slow it down for you a little bit. This is the one for all the ladies out there. I'm just kidding. More for the dudes out there. Oh, yeah. We are friends with benefits. I love you because you let me touch your tears. We did it in the house, did it in the car, we did it in the ditch For two and a half years, made the Kama Sutra bitch
listen Just fuck him Gazello on recorder, everybody. That's right, yeah. Sitting in your car, this is a, this is a recorder. sure you don't want to get in on this we're recording you got any words no. all right that's my wife we're gonna do music podcasts soon enough and it's gonna get crazy because she's out of her mind anyways that was uh friends with benefits with the amazing flute work by joe cocazello and this uh last song that i got for you i consider the best song i've ever written it's been on three different comedy albums, a bunch of radio stations played it, and uh, it's just uh, it's just good. So this is uh, Stripper Mart, and uh, the backstory to this this story or song is that uh, there used to be a, a comedy show in uh, uh, up in Brainerd at uh, in the basement of a place called The Rail. And uh, apparently it used to be a strip club, but they lost the ordinances to have strip clubs in Brainerd, so they turned it into a bar and a comedy club. But they left all the stripper poles and the stripper sofas around the edge and everything. So when I worked there, I said, uh, I asked the owner, I said, so this used to be a strip club? He said, yeah. And I said, so what happened to all the strippers? Did they just move on to other towns that had strip clubs? And he said, no, actually the closest town that had a strip club was like Duluth so most of them just started working at the new super Walmart (laughs) so I turned to the other comic and I was like I think we need to go to the super Walmart tomorrow and uh, that's where this uh, song was born from so it's called stripper Mart so I hope you guys like it came to work and the stripper pole was gone Yes, you won't be needing that leopard skin crotchless thong She can't believe the strip club has gone away No more dollars in your ass crack today Now working at the Walmart In the tire section You can't believe she used to give men Erections 
She used to rub her boobies in their dirty faces She's now selling them Quaker State by the cases Prices at Walmart are falling like her panties used to She'll probably still give you a couch dance in aisle six if you ask her to Say please Getting a couch dance in aisle six and a manager screams and hollers Hey you two, what are you doing over there? She's like, chill out, dude. This guy gave me like eleven dollars. Well, all right, but take it to the break room. She can't believe the strip club has gone away. No more titties in the city. This has been another Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. Uh, as I said in the beginning, you can listen to all these songs on SoundCloud. Just uh, look up my name. You can purchase all these so- songs at uh, iTunes and uh, largedrunkman.com for all your comedy information, and that'll get you over to Podbean so you can uh, listen to the new episodes of uh, Unbridled Enthusiasm. So I... Uh, I'm glad you tuned in and uh, tune in next time when we talk about who knows. <laughs>